Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Two Schools of Thought. So thank you for joining in. I am Nick Roby, um, and this is my good friend, Chad Sakata. You've heard us on different things for Backyard Catch, but we are pumped to start this new podcast. So Chad, how are you feeling tonight? Welcome to the Let's first show. go. I'm feeling so pumped. I mean, it is college football. There's nothing that gets the blood pumping like that. I mean, let's do it, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I've been excited for this for a long time. Let's yeah, go. me, let's go. me too. I, I mean, Chad and I have been talking about this for a while. Um, even I feel like even into last year, we were just messing around with different things. I mean, you and I literally had like an hour and a half, two hour conversation talking about so, college yeah. football. Yeah, <laughs> and then the best part was you ended it with telling your child not to throw the rocks. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a common common refrain at our household. So we 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 both have like young children, so it's like appropriate for their age. But it was just a funny, funny memory. Um, but yeah, I all I have to say, I'm just pumped because I feel like it's been on the back burner for a while. Um, so, but so on this on this uh, podcast, we're going to talk about like why we picked this name, and you'll probably hear and get where we're coming from right away. But we just are two friends who've known each other for a while who just want to talk about college football and basically just record what we talk about anyway. So yeah. I am pumped and, and thought it would be fun just to give us some background. I know you, you might have, if you've listened to some of the other stuff on the Backyard Catch uh, network of content, you might have heard some of this already, but we thought it might be a good, especially if you haven't gotten to, to hear as much, um, just give us some background of for each of us. So I'm going to pass it to Chad. Chad. Yeah, just give the people some background. What What do you love about college football? What has drawn you into spending time talking about on a podcast? Man, I um, I grew up around college football. It was a central thing in my household. My dad uh, went to Ohio State and uh, Miami University in Ohio, uh, the original Miami, uh, when you say that. And so um, I grew up going to Ohio State games, uh, honestly, ever since – I can remember, uh, which means I was probably four or five when I started going. And I, I remember going to at least uh, three or four games every single year my entire life with my dad. And it was just one of those one of those amazing bonding moments, right? It was like everything that you want it to be. We would go to the pregame uh, stuff and, and you'd hear the band and we'd make sure we were in the stadium for their entrance, for the team's entrance, for the team's warm up. We'd be out there tailgating with my dad's fraternity brothers and, and, uh, all of their sons who I was good friends with. So, um, man, it's, it's been, it's been a huge, huge part of my life. Um, and it feels like every Saturday in the fall, it doesn't matter what else I've had. Everything kind of revolves around, Hey, what, what are we doing? Uh, you know, around that. Um, uh, yeah, I, uh, a little more background on me. I, um, uh, I married a, uh, Clemson Tiger, actually. And uh, my wife went there. She's the oldest of four. Her and all three of her siblings went to Clemson. Uh, and their grandfather even played football there. So I am now very surrounded by Tigers as I'm doing this podcast with you, Nick. Uh, and um, and it's, it's all over my household. Our boys wear lots of red and lots of orange. And uh, in the same breath, say, go Buckeyes, go Tigers. Uh, about every day and so um 
Yeah, that's a little that's a little background on why college football is, or what it's meant to me, what it's meant to our family. Uh, it's it's been it's been it's been a lot. It's been really cool. So yeah, I love it. Um, and of course, I love that your wife went to went to Clemson too. Um, so shocker, I know if you've heard, I'm you know I'm, I also get to be a part of another podcast we do called the Hill and Valley, which is specifically Clemson. So yes, uh, I'm a huge Clemson Tiger fan. Um, I grew up with. Um, going to Clemson games, having family in the area and, you know, seeing Woody Dantzler and all those guys and just seeing the pageantry of it. Um, This is really funny because I feel like Chad and I have a lot of funny connections with this. So your wife went to Clemson. I went to Clemson. My mom went to Michigan. I grew up going to this like big, like big, like tailgate party every year at someone's house watching the Michigan Ohio state game. And I remember watching like these big games and always cheering for Michigan. And so literally like in today's college football world, the fact that like from like a, a sports fan, we're like some of the two most opposite sports fandoms <laughs> that you could picture. I don't keep up with much with Michigan now, but just from Nick, I always forget that. And maybe it's by choice. Yeah. It's, it sounds better to bury that, but now it's recorded for everybody. So, <sighs> but I mean, it, it it's just funny. So I just also grew up rooting for them, but I, I would say for me, so having that, but I mean, def, definitely Clemson is like my, my go-to is my number one team and, and really love for all sports. But what I love about with college football is I just love the pageantry of just everyone coming together. I love, like, it just feels like fall. It's, it's its own special season. I remember just, you just create some great friendships and, um, just there's just a sense of familiarity and tradition. And I love the fact that like both, at least from Clemson, I would say it's a smaller town, but when you pull up to it, it's like, you know, just lots of space. And then you come up on this big town and then you just see a sea of orange, you know, or like for you, it's like a sea Mm -hmm. of red and just, it's, it's just a sense of like belonging. And uh, even no matter how well the team's doing, it's just really fun to be a part of. And I think we like, it's been sorely missed, honestly, after the past year, I know for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. So it's, it'll be fun to get back into that. But a quick story of like my favorite, we were talking about like favorite memory. Um, a lot of great games. I mean, CJ Spiller, senior, uh, first day in a senior year, re- re- turning the kickoff for a touchdown or Sammy Watkins against Georgia and those kind of things. But maybe my favorite memory is, wasn't the maybe the biggest game, but I got to be on the front row in college when we played Georgia tech and we decked down all purple because we used to play back in the day, we would wear all purple against Georgia tech especially on Thursday nights. We stopped doing that as much with Dabo, but then in the front row, we're just like a sea of purple. Um, But side note, I will say, especially college uh, guys, it's maybe not the best idea to use wall paint when you paint up. I was about to say there's a picture of this. Is there not? Oh, 100%. There's a picture yes. of this. I Maybe I'll share it. Maybe I won't. But, I mean, it's like a famous picture from just from our roommates. Like, even like we saw the NCAA, like, it was like 2013. Like, that guy was there recording sound and everything. And it was really, I mean, it was just so much fun. But, yeah, that paint took forever because we used, like, real wall, like, wall paint purple. <laughs> and it was, like, in our arm hair and, like, just the shower was just, like, purple. We, like, just, like, it was just, like, a sea of purple everywhere. So, I mean, no regrets, but I will say don't – that was a, a one-time deal. So <laughs> That's probably smart. That's probably smart. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're a sophomore in college. I, I, right. I mean, 
That that feels about right. I didn't. You, just like I, roll, you guys just like roll to Home Depot and and get you some. I'm gonna be honest. I I worked that morning at a grocery store and I showed up and they said, "Here's the paint," and I said, "Okay." And then after the fact, it was like, <laughs> "Oh, how is this coming off?" <laughs> so turpentine, my friend, turpentine. Yeah, I mean, it was all good. It was just really funny. So there you go. That's a that's a funny, a fun memory. Um, so. Uh, if you haven't guessed it, we thought it'd be really fun because Chad and I talk a lot about college football and we have a lot of similarities, but we also come from uh, two different schools of thought sometimes. Or, you know, you're a big Buckeye, I'm a big Clemson guy, you focus more on the Big Ten. And you, and you look at the ACC. Um, oh, and I forgot to share. Um, of course, how can I forget this? Because I was just about to mention, I'm also in a divided household where my, right. wife, yes. my wife went to South Carolina. So... We have that. Well, that I was going to say, I, I forgot. Uh, that's that's going to sound awful. I lived in Columbia for two years, and my job had South Carolina Gamecocks for that. Yep. Um, and um, I, I got I got pretty into cheer for them. So we really do kind of both primary and secondary. Like we are coming from two opposite sides all the time. So, I know. So and. What so yeah another another thing I just want to make sure I, I wanted to mention so when you take all those in it's just interesting how we all have these these certain lenses of how we think about sports you know and a lot of times uh, on a podcast or wherever um, you know whether it's through SEC or ACC or um, through a certain local radio station those are great because it gives you that insight but it, a lot of times can be from the same team or from that perspective. But what I love when proposing this to Chad was that we think about things differently and it's just like throwing them together. Yeah. And honestly, I love the fact that you're a huge Ohio state fan and the fact that our two schools do not like each other right now, especially your school <laughs> does not like my school. And I like, which I is mean, so y'all don't exactly because, like those six touchdowns, but you know, yeah, fine. I don't, I don't like that either. Fine. <laughs> one time, Chad, you guys won one time. <laughs> But, time. Yeah, it was a it was a big time. No, it was it was very it was very big. I try to forget that. Um but it'd just be fun to just talk about um like you know banter like at the water cooler or just what our perspectives are on this. So all I have to say, I'm just really pumped to get to do this and kind of just let this organically kind of grow and just honestly just record yeah. like what Chad and I talk about and different big picture stuff and because we talk about big picture stuff like with coaches and their history to um who's you know the games of the week and, and what we're looking into so i mean yeah i'm pumped i mean unless you got anything else chad i'm ready to jump into this i don't i mean i'm just uh yeah i'm the same i think it will be fun um and i, I know you know for for you all that are listening um just to kind of back up what nick has said there's been a lot of times nick that you and i even when we're just if we're texting back and forth or we're sharing random funny tweets or, or Instagram posts from different accounts or just talking on the phone, uh, there's a lot of times that we, I feel like, go, oh, wow, I didn't know that about something that the other person shares. And I love that um, because you're right. We focus on different, uh, obviously different primary teams. We also focus on different conferences, their rivals, the different things that affect our parts of the country that we're from even. Um mm-hmm. Me growing up in Ohio, you growing up in South Carolina, like 
just very different um, cultural things mm-hmm. in those different places too. Um, and, you know, obviously uh, makes sense that we met in a place like Charlotte that's uh, equal parts Southern and Northern, if we're being honest. So um, yeah, it's yeah. Its own, I mean, it's own unique thing. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, man. So like, I'm, I'm ready to get into it. So let's do it. Yeah. Um, and and in the spirit of the alliance, we can we can join forces and just make That's sure right. the, Come the SEC on. doesn't take over. Um, the alliance, <laughs> the alliance. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pumped. Is there before we get into? We have a couple, you know, big picture uh, predictions for the year. Just we want to jump into before the season gets started. But is there like a storyline or something that you're just? It, it can be with the alliance and. Um, in the SEC, or is there a big storyline that you're just really looking into this year? Yeah, I, th- I think there's probably, I mean, there's a couple, right? Like obviously the Alliance uh, is a big thing and, and um, yet <laughs> we can, we can say it's a big thing. And, and I think honestly uh, people in our two conferences as well as uh, out West are probably getting maybe at times a little more excited about it than it warrants. Um, Mm -hmm. because there's really nothing concrete. I mean, you know, the first biggest, uh, uh, matchup that was announced was Southern Cal matching up against someone in the Alliance. Oh, wait, no, against LSU outside of the Alliance, the, uh, a team from the conference that we were aligning against. So, um, I, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens, you know, uh, with that, that might be a, a multi multi-year storyline, but, you know, I think honestly, I think the biggest thing that is going to be very interesting is, uh, what role does, uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus play, uh, in all of this, because there are all, most of the conferences are saying, Hey, if there's a team that, that has to cancel a game or, or whatever, there's no postponements this year uh, and reschedules, but it's, it's just a forfeit on your record. And so uh, I think that'll be really interesting to see how, especially how that affects top tier teams and what does the playoff committee do with that? Um, I think, you know, another kind of some, uh, you know, we've got a lot of young quarterback talent that I'll touch on mm-hmm. uh, our next part, but there's a lot of first time, Starters, uh, aside from Spencer Rattler out there, and um, I think you know there's always a couple teams that people gas up real big, and uh, I don't know, I don't know if I'm buying it yet or not. To be totally honest, uh, Oklahoma and Georgia, they're they're the gas up teams right now. They're the hyped up. You know, I yeah. mean, the train is moving down the track it's, on those two. This this talking season has been hot this summer. We are ready. We are ready for college football. It is it is intense. Uh, um, yeah. What about you, no, Nick? What any other sports storylines you're looking for? I mean those those are the those are the I mean those are big, obvious big ones. Um I think for me, like those are big and I think they're very worth getting into, but I'm just ready. I'm ready for like for football and ready for those storylines because like you get to a point in the summer where you're like, man, let's just spot the ball and let's go, you know, like let's decide on the field. Amen. And um, just, it just gets too, just gets too much. But I think those are all still really important. And of course, um, you know, want to also say too, like definitely, you know, you're in our thoughts and, and we want to reach out for anyone affected by her, the hurricane Ida. And I know that yes. that's affecting the sports yes. world, but that's more important than this right now. And of course that, you know, there's things like that that affect 
you know, this going forward, but that's from just a sports perspective. So um, just want to put that out there, of course. And, but just from a sports perspective, I'm really excited that there's not like a necessarily like the team this year. Like a lot of times there is like a, a number one clear team. And this year there's a group of teams that you could all reasonably argue is up there. So I just love that that idea is out there. Like you said, a lot of young QBs, you know, it's all really interesting is that three of the top programs, all of a new starting quarterback from the state of South of I said South Carolina of Southern California. Yeah. yeah. And they're all very Eastern teams. Like your Buckeyes, my Tigers, and Alabama have gotten the top quarterbacks who are all from uh, California, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I'm very interested to see how the Buckeyes handled y'all's quarterback room because then you add, um, what's his name from, from Texas? Uh, the mullet, baby. Quinn Ewers. Come on. Quinn U- I know, Quinn Ewers. It, it'll be very interesting to see how that gets handled and and going forward. But um, yeah, just a lot of young talent. And I think people are ready for some new blood in there, but for us team wise, but then does that new, are those new teams ready to take that next step up? Is a North Carolina ready to take a next step up? Oklahoma ready to punch through. Can a team, uh, you had mentioned somebody else, like an Iowa state, can they actually, yeah, that that that's the big question. Those are the big questions for me. So yeah, yeah. there's there's certainly a lot of unknowns, but I think you're right with the, those top. Um, I would probably say what five teams that seem to have gotten the most pub, most hype um, in your Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Georgia. Um, mm. But those five seem to be the ones that everyone is is talking about, and I think it'll be really interesting to see. Um, right, like that they're, you know, everyone's going, Hey, we're kind of second hands that, that those five are head and shoulders above everybody else. Uh, that may true be proved to prove to be true, but it may not be. Um, so we'll see, but, you know, I think we're going to talk about that a little bit later, uh, as we, as we end, um, today. So, um, I'll tell you what, Nick, one thing I'm, I'm real interested to see is again, um, is again, the, the Heisman, um, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think for the last couple of years, uh, it's been interesting. Um, and we've had some that have been kind of easy to, to say, oh, yeah, this guy probably is going to win it. And then last year, you've got Devontae Smith, who uh, kind of came out of nowhere in, in, mm-hmm. uh, in, in a manner of speaking. Uh, obviously, the first pure wide receiver to win it in a very long time. Um, yeah. And um, so, I, I don't know. I think there's – there may not necessarily be that guy out there, but again, I didn't see Devonte Smith coming before the season. Oh no, uh, they were, they were, pushing Jalen, right? they were pushing Jalen Waddle. That's the whole thing. Is it's like, <laughs> right. that was my question was like, no, like Smith's a beast, but then it's like, how much of the system plays into like Waddle was being pushed as the guy. So if Waddle stayed healthy, does Waddle actually win the Heisman, you know? So mm-hmm. it's very interesting to see. So yeah, uh, Chad and I wanted to just talk about Heisman just because it's fun to talk about from the beginning of the year. So, Chad, yo, uh, who is who would you say? I can list off Heisman odds. I, I recorded those down for maybe the top like five or six. Mm. Who's your Heisman? Who would be your early season Heisman pick? And then do you have a dark horse maybe outside of the top five typical people yeah. that 
you don't even say like they're they're gonna win, but you say watch out for them. Who who would be your two guys for that? Gosh, I think it's hard um, because you know the Heisman takes into account stats, but it takes into account how winning your team is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you have two losses, you're you're teetering on the edge of quote unquote eligibility. With unless letters. unless you're Lamar Jackson in 2017, I'm not still better about Jackson, that. Which, that was an incredible season. It will. I'm just. I know. I know. It's okay. It's okay. I'm just. I'm just putting <laughs> it out there. Keep. You can keep talking. <laughs> but uh, you know, so um, you've got obviously you've got Spencer um, who is at the top of the odds list, who is yet in the next of the great OU Lincoln quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, he has has perfected the meaning of offense, and uh, and found the right guys to run the that offense. And uh, and Rattler is the guy. He's a junior. He's been starting for three years now, which is wild. Uh, feels like he just got there, and it feels like he's been forever. Um, and so I, I think you've obviously got to look at him. Um, but man, I think right right behind him, you you've got to take into account those three brand new starting quarterbacks your top mm-hmm. three program in CJ Stroud, DJ Uyunglele, and Bryce Young. And you said that right and I rehearsed. Uh, but you gotta look at those three, CJ, DJ, and Bryce. And uh because of, of, of the track record of their teams, you know that those teams are only gonna have mm-hmm. probably at most one loss, which will keep them in the conversation. Um, mm-hmm. as long as those three guys stay starting for their teams the whole, the whole year. Um, you know, if I had to pick one, um, man, I think I'm just going to, I'm going to go with Rattler. Uh, I think he's going to have the passing and the rushing stats, uh, yeah. maybe not quite to Kyler Murray's level, but, but pretty decently close. Uh, mm-hmm. and, um, and I think that's, you know, people had their break from, from OU quarterbacks winning the Heisman and, and now they'll, they'll take him back, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, go ahead. No, I was going to say we, we have shared like a, an outline, but we haven't like shared exact notes. So Rattler's actually who I would probably lean to as well. I mean, that's the safe bet. I would say if there is a safe bet this year, just because it's Oklahoma mm-hmm. and because of how dynamic the offense is, they're going to be there in the end. And OU has a track record of, Heisman's it's hard to predict with these freshman quarterbacks I would say I think Alabama's offense will be good but I could see them being a little bit more run heavy um DJ with Clemson Clemson I don't know if if their starters play long enough for them to put Mm. up enough stats and I just I don't if, if Trevor doesn't win I'm not saying those other guys weren't worthy it's hard when you have a Trevor Lawrence who goes number one pick and he doesn't win the Heisman you know, like, what do, what do you have to do? The one I would say, watch out for, and I'm saying this, not you, Chad, is CJ Stroud. Oh, oh hey Because of how good y'all's wide receivers are. And the opportunity is there if he does stay the starter. That, watch out, he really could put up some good numbers. I could see him being there in the end. But I think from a dark horse perspective, a, a, a guy to watch out for, is I think if one of these up-and-coming teams actually does upset and win the conference title, someone mm-hmm. from that team could do it. Watch out for Brees Hall, the running back from Iowa State. I know Brock Purdy's also in there. He, right now on Vegas Insider, he's plus 4,000 to win the Heisman. 
But I mean, the, the Rattler 650, everyone else is in like 1100, 1600. So uh, uh, isn't crazy yeah. odds. He had 1,572 yards, 21 touchdowns, 5.6 average. If you think about that, that dynamic offense in Iowa State actually punches the ticket over Oklahoma. Running back, yeah. if they get a lot of touches, they have a strong opportunity. So just put it out there. I don't know if he'll win, but he's definitely a player to watch. Here, here would be mine, and I'm gonna throw a different, uh, I'm throw a different running back at you for the dark horse, and it's uh, Mo Ibrahim from Minnesota. I think he could even lose on Thursday night when they host the Buckeyes, uh, which I think they probably will. Um, but I yeah. also say Minnesota, they returned twenty starters out of twenty-two. Uh, wow. I believe is the number. Uh, I, I mean, it's. Pretty impressive. They have four redshirt senior offensive linemen, and the fifth guy is a fourth-year true senior. Wow. Row the boat. So they they may uh, have one of the best rushing attacks in the country, um, and I could see some stuff very similar to – uh, you know, last year, uh, he, Minnesota went three and four in seven games. He rushed for over a thousand yards. Uh, and mm-hmm. so that's pretty impressive. Um, and, uh, and so I think, I think they're going to feed him the ball early and often. Uh, so he could definitely be a dark horse, uh, in terms of, of the Heisman, uh, if he gets the touches like Brees Hall, they get the touches. Sure. So, sure. I yeah. love that. That's a great pick. I love it. Um, guys watch out for, okay. So Chad, um, and also we had talked, we have talked about this, but our goal is to keep these not super, super long, but Chad and I can get very lost in these conversations. So we're going to get, we're going to apologize ahead of time. We're aware of that. And we are trying to keep these short and sweet, like on your drive Power through right now. Let's power through. We're going to do a two minute drill. um, Come on. So to speak. So the last thing we really want to touch on was giving our power five, conference title games champion and then what our playoff before the season starts i know we've, we've had a week zero but what would the playoff our playoff be um so chad would you like to go first maybe run through your title game and then who if you want to give a quick little thing on each of them and then who would yeah. you have winning each game great yeah uh man i think the acc uh it's gonna be it's gonna be what we've seen for the past what Six years, I believe. Yeah, it's gonna we're be going for seven in a row. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be Clemson coming out on top. The Tigers uh, are gonna are gonna triumph over uh, the Tar Heels, uh, mm-hmm. and I think it's gonna be a really good, really close game. I think Sam Howell uh, is is gonna do some stuff, and uh, I think that I'm very impressed with that kid. Uh, yeah, and I think I think he's a really really good quarterback, and he is a gamer. Uh, he is mm-hmm. gonna keep them in it for sure. Um, my dark horse, though, uh, other than my other than UNC, is Miami. I can yeah. see them potentially coming out. Of, they have got a lot of transfers uh, over the past year, year and a half, really, mm-hmm. and uh, really good, very talented guys. Can they all put it together? We'll start to see uh, when they play Alabama. Uh, oh, in, very quickly, <laughs> very quickly, week one. Um, so that's the ACC, the Big Twelve. Uh, man, I do think Oklahoma is going to take it again, a very close conference championship game over Iowa state. Uh, and, um, I don't see there being really any other team 
uh, in the Big 12 that can that can legitimately challenge either of those two. Uh, so, you know, if you're looking for me to say a dark horse in the Big 12, I'll just say Iowa State over Oklahoma then. Just reverse that yeah. that, uh, that result. So, <laughs> I'm not going out here saying Kansas State's going to pull it out or anything like that. Um, Oklahoma's got to watch out for them, though, because they, they do. You know, those Wildcats, they do, uh, they do love to upset the Sooners. Um, Man, going to the going to the 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 B one G, the Big Ten, uh, Ohio State over Wisconsin. I really like Graham Mertz. I think he's a great quarterback. Uh, I'm really excited to see what he does in Madison this year. But man, I just think Ohio State has too much team speed, too much talent for the Badgers to keep up with them. And uh, while it certainly won't be a 2014 Big Ten championship game, 59 to nothing. Uh, I, I do think it'll be a fairly comfortable win for Ohio State in the end. Um, yeah. I think an Alabama game last year in the title game left a, a pretty pretty nasty taste in their mouths. Um, and so I think they're going to come out firing on all cylinders this year. Um, dark horse there, though, I'll, I'll say Minnesota. Um, and, and I'll say Minnesota in the Big Ten, not because they would upset Ohio State uh, on Thursday night, but because they would lose to Ohio State, and then it's pretty difficult in college football to, to defeat a team a second time in the same season. Yeah. Uh, and so I could see Minnesota getting through that Big Ten West division and coming out on top uh, of that and then coming out with some real fire against the Buckeyes uh, in, in, in Indianapolis. Uh, Pac-12, we're going USC over Oregon. Fight on Trojans. Uh, and I think, you know, Keaton Slovis and, and that team, they've got some stuff going for them. And uh, I think a lot of people don't want to credit them because they're in the Pac-12. But uh, I think they're going to take it over Oregon. Your dark horse there is Herm Edwards and the Sun Devils of Arizona State. Yeah. Um, I just like him. I like him a lot. And I think he's going to have him right there, uh, yeah. you know, on the precipice, if not if not doing it. And um, then you get to the SEC – and uh, gosh, it is so hard to pick against Nick Saban and Alabama. And uh, I just think I think Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs probably have too many injury concerns. And there's a lot of hype around them. And he has not necessarily shown that he has what it takes as a head coach to get over the hump. Uh, and so I think I think they the the, the tide continue to rule the SEC. Dark horse there is going to be AM. Uh, you know, they're starting out sixth, uh, I believe, in, in the rankings, and they have a lot of pieces. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, um, and I think uh, it's his fourth year, right, in uh, Cal Station. Something like that, yeah. Third or fourth year. Uh, I believe it's the fourth year, and that's the same year that he won the title at Florida State in. So who knows, man? Jimbo who might have that fourth Jimbo? year magic. Um, okay. so they're my dark horse, dark horse there in, in, in the SEC. Okay. But what you got, Nick? I, I'm real intrigued to hear what you say. Yeah, no, I I think it's very interesting. I, I think there's a level of like we have this it, this contradiction. I'll go quickly, but just this contradiction of trying to compare. Like we have predominant favorites who have been there for a while. You've got Oklahoma and Clemson who have both won six titles in a row. You've got Ohio State, I think, who's won four in a row. Alabama's always seems to be there. So, like, can another team upset them? Um, so you're probably gonna sense a theme with this as well, but I'll start with I'll start with A A A C C not AAC. Um, even though Cincinnati's gonna be good. Uh, Bearcats are gonna be good, that's true. Yeah. 
I will say, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's Clemson, I think, is going to be there. I think you're right. I think North Carolina is taking steps to be really good. I will say it's not the year for them to then make a, a next step above that. But I think they're making a lot of moves. But they have lost some talent, too, that I'm interested to see how that kind of how the next guys step up into that. Can they really continue to take another step in that progression? But I think them consistently making a title game is big for them, but Clemson's mm-hmm. got a lot of work to do. I mean, the pieces are there, but you have to have to prove it. Um, I'll go sec. I mean, I've got Bama, Georgia, which I feel like everybody does. I was really close to not picking Bama in this. Cause I'm, I'm not as high on Bama this year. I think Bama gets upset. So a team to watch out for, I'm not saying that they're, going to make a title game by anything but a team to watch out for is old miss old yeah. miss with that fire pound offense now they're going to give up some points but don't I, get in a shootout cool. with lane yeah. kiffin yeah and he is like guns blazing so i could see alabama having struggled with somebody like that they're gonna they're gonna mess up they're gonna play spoilers and some of the in the sec i've got bama over georgia it's more just because i trust bama more than i trust georgia I think Georgia is really talented, but I just don't know how much I trust um, them to actually to fully come through. So I could see Georgia mm-hmm. going ten and two. Yep, yep. Um, uh, Big Ten. I mean, I've got Ohio State, Wisconsin. I promise I didn't look at these before I picked these. <laughs> I, I think Ohio State's too strong. I think Penn State will probably bounce back. Um, Indiana is a really strong team. I am very curious to see how they do, but it depends on how good Pennick. Uh, Penix, Michael Penix's knee is, um, but Ohio State's too strong. They, they're just too strong. And in the West, Wisconsin, Ches Malusi, backup running back from Clemson, who transferred, just got the starting job for Wisconsin. That dude yep. can play. He just was behind some other guys, and the running back room was so strong at Clemson that he just wasn't going to get to see the field. We're gonna have another um, Will Shipley. Watch out for some of these young guys, but yep, yep. they have a fun offense at Wisconsin. Um, another team to watch I was looking at was Iowa out West. They're just always solid. I don't know if they can f- fully pull it through, but th- their schedule is pretty favorable. I mean, they draw Penn state, um, but they have them at home. The really, their big test is they have to go at Iowa state, you know, but that's non-conference and they, they draw Wisconsin on the road, but all their other big games are at home. So, I don't know. And they don't get Ohio State. So it's interesting. But I think yeah. it's Wisconsin. But Ohio State is going to comfortably win. <sighs> Big 12. I wanted to say Iowa State. You know, I wish <laughs> for you guys listening that I could be like and say, I wanted to, I wanted to pull the trigger so badly on Iowa State. <laughs> I really did. But guys, you lost to Louisiana last year. And Louisiana is really good. But I need to see another year of Iowa State. Like, guys, like you got to pull it Napier, watch out. But that dude, I th- yeah, that's gonna be that might be the best title game. That game, it is could be the cool. most evenly matched. It'll be really fun. A lot of points. Like Iowa State's gonna be ready to go. I could see Iowa State upsetting Oklahoma first game, but Oklahoma's won six in a row, and Can Lincoln Riley just has his. Yeah, yeah, it's they're really good, man. So I've got that, and then Pac-12. I, it's the same as you. You literally named all my same ones. <laughs> I'm not making this up. So two schools of thought, and it's literally the exact same. Oh so, man, we're not it's starting okay. out well. We're not starting out today. well, but but I think the playoff. <laughs> I think the playoff will be different. Um, again, so Oregon, Oregon's got some fun stuff 
planned. I don't know how much as I trust Anthony Brown yet as quarterback. Keaton Slovis is good, um, but I'm probably the least confident in these picks because of just how crazy the Pac-12 is. We just haven't gotten to see them as much. Tina, watch out for Kirk Hershey said this in the on game day last week. UCLA, when he was mentioning that, I'll give him credit because I was not looking yep. at them, but and they put it to, to Hawaii. I just liked what I saw. And when yep. Chip Kelly gets going, it's gonna be fun. And the Pac-12 is open for anybody. It so, really is. It really so is. I, so I will say that's just a fun team to continue to watch. I'm gonna give him credit for that. I mean, that's not my own thought, but the more he said that, I was like, you know what? I kind of like that. I'll join. I'll, I'll join some UCLA train when they host LSU. I'm be very interested to see how that how that turns out. Yes. Um, yes. So quickly, um, maybe we can do this a fun way. Um, so we not, don't go too too long. Do you want to go four through one, listing your playoff? I'll go first, so that way people don't think I'm just copying you. How about that? Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. That'd be good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So people don't think there's just one expert on here. You know, there's one expert. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Throwing shots already. Um, Four, I'm going to go Ohio State at four. Um, Strong team. I just think there's there's a potential for them to maybe have one close game. And a lot of these are splitting hairs with these teams. And so I could see them having a loss to like a Penn State or something like that and, and having reason. And if these other teams go undefeated, that might just put them at four. But we're we're splitting hairs. We won the title from four. You got to watch so, out for the team yeah. from Alabama did too. Yeah. It's you got to watch out for four as long as you get in. So that's my four. Yep. Oh, you only do my four also. Oh, 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 I here we do, go. Here um, we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. My four, my number four. It's Keaton Slovis and, and the Trojans, baby. They're going to wow. fight. Wow. Okay. I think they are going to be undefeated. So I mean, it's a preseason prediction. Let's see what happens, right? You know, we didn't really get to watch yeah, a whole lot of games last you're year. Going after, but, you're, going, you're going after dark. You're going Pac-12 after dark. I'm going Pac-12 after dark, man. Okay. It's going to be a fun time. It's wild okay. out there. Okay. I like it. Um, number three, I've got Alabama. Ooh. I've got Alabama because I think they slip up to somebody. Watch out, Old Miss. I'm not calling it, but I'm, I'm, I'm putting them on a watch list. Yeah, I think yeah. I think they slip up somewhere. Auburn it could yeah. be a year Auburn upsets them. Um, I think they lose at least one time, but that's my three. But I mean, it's hard to it's hard to say no against Nick Saban, right? Uh, I'm gonna go with my number three is gonna be Oklahoma. Okay, okay, Oklahoma. I think um, again, you're right. They could be a one loss, but they're gonna be the Big Twelve champs. Uh, they're going to win, what do you say, seven in a row now? Mm-hmm. Uh, same, same as your Tigers. Um, they're going to get their seventh in the Big 12. They will have lost to, to Iowa State or somebody else. I will say they will slip up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, again, in, until that defense looks like something under Bob Stoops, uh, you know, around 2000, uh, then I don't trust it. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're my number three. The Sooners, okay. Sooner, right there. I like it. Um, I like it. Um, number two, I'm gonna go my team. I'm gonna go Clemson. Um, I think it's hard to predict somebody to go undefeated. However, if Clemson gets past Georgia, which I think that they have a good, you know, a, a good chance as any to do, 
the mm-hmm. schedule lines up for them to have made it that far, but I could see them not being a number one because they sometimes get punished for the strength of schedule compared to other people in the country. So I think a fair spot for them is two. That's I like that. I do. I do. Um, I was just glancing over, over your Tigers schedule. The only preseason ranked game that they play is week one. Uh, and so that is, that will be interesting to see how the, how the committee views strength and schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm also going at number two with my team. The Buckeyes will be number two in, okay. uh, in, in the playoff and, um, they're going to go undefeated. I don't see them slipping up against anybody. I think Ryan day, uh, covers the spread. I read this the other day, better than any other coach in the country. Uh, that has ever had 20 games as a head coach, uh, 20 games being the minimum sample. And he has uh, done better against the spread than anybody else. Um, okay. And, uh, and he is, he's still undefeated in the conference. I think that's going to continue and um, they'll be number two, but they're going to be number two because they're starting lower than some of the other ones. Yeah, I would say starting position is a big factor in some of this, too. Unfortunately, um, it is. It, it, it's just the way it is. I, I don't necessarily wish it was like that, but that's the way that. So the who's your end. one, then? My one, if you haven't guessed it yet, is Oklahoma. I'm going Oklahoma number no. one uh, because I think, I would say as a punching chance, but I also think this is an opportunity for the Sooners to be undefeated going in to the playoff. Man. It's one of their stronger defenses coming in. I think the offense could be clicking. If they can beat Iowa State and hold their own, I think it's as good a chance as any for them to be the number one team. They would have to be undefeated to do this, but as of right now, I could see them being number one coming into this. Okay. 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 Nick's all on board the hype train, it sounds like, for the Sooners. Number one, number one going into the playoff. <laughs> number one going into the playoff. Okay, okay. Well, you know who who my number one is, Nick. Congratulations, your Tigers earned my number wow. one seed. That's a that's a big deal, guys. I don't know. If you, <laughs> just that's a big deal. And I put your team four, so I feel I feel very special for that. Thank you. You should. You should. You should. Yeah, I have the, I have the Tigers as number one. Uh, they're, I think, I think they're, they've got too much firepower for Georgia to handle, um, that defensive line, uh, Mm -hmm. from, from Clemson, um, is, is going to be a a monster. And, and there's only a couple offensive lines, uh, that have a, that have a puncher's chance out there, uh, in the country against that defensive line of Clemson. And, uh, you know, while, while there there's certainly a couple questions out there uh, for the Tigers, I think um, how they match up with Georgia, I think very well, and uh, and they're going to be number one. They're going to skate through the ACC. They're going to get that seventh conference title in a row, and uh, they'll be number one. Um, they yeah. start they start in the poll ahead of Ohio State, and, I, and that's why I think uh, the Buckeyes stay yeah. at number two. Um, as I was kind of alluding to, if you notice, I will say, I'm going to go ahead and point out the elephant in my room that there's no sec team in my final four. I bet, I bet what? you enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> Is he crazy? Who knows? Who knows? But it's pre knows? I What's he it? drinking tonight? Who knows? But 
Um, I really think I'm with you. I think Alabama is going to take a little bit of a step back. Um, and I think they're going to get kind of beat up. I think there's a lot more parity in the sec this year than, uh, people might realize. And, um, I, I don't think that uh, – I think Alabama is still going to win the SEC, like I said, but I think they're going to be fifth. They're going to get left out of the playoff. Uh, mm. Georgia will also be left out of the playoff because they'll have lost the title game and probably another game along the way. Uh, I could very – well, obviously, they're going to lose to Clemson, so they're going to be a, a two-loss team uh, for the for the committee to consider. And I think Alabama um, is going to is going to drop a couple. And so I think they're also going to be probably two losses – uh, there's a solid chance of that. Um, and, uh, and so we'll kind of see how it goes, but, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's going to be what, what we're going to see. And, um, yeah, so there's my top four. No SEC. It. No SEC. I will say, Lions. go, go, Lions. <laughs> I will say it as just, we close out the show. I will say on its face, it might seem like there's always been an SEC team, but the path mm-hmm. is there. Four, you could have an Alabama Georgia where they both have at least one loss, maybe two even, and you have a two-loss champion, which if you have a two-loss champion, the odds of you getting into the playoff are very low. So Weird. the path is low, and I will and we will find out what kind of teams we're dealing with. So I could see it. There's room for somebody else to come in there. Nick, um, are we gonna are we gonna do our, our ultimate, like our, our championship game and and champion, or are we are we holding off on that? I mean, if you're ready, you I'm want? game. I'm I'm game. You can call your champion if you like. If you're ready to go, I'm I'm ready. I'm to ready go. to go. Okay, Chad, you down. go. I'm ready to go. I think okay. uh, you know. So I think in, in semifinal number one, the Tigers are gonna are gonna take care of the the Trojans, Clemson over USC over Southern Cal, um, and I think that's gonna be a blowout. I don't think that'll be close. I think DJ will be real excited to play against kind of his hometown team and, uh, and, and, and take care of them. And then I've got man, major shootouts, the Buckeyes over the Sooners mm-hmm. in semifinal number two, which is going to set up, which would only be perfect. And what many people in the country have been wishing for and what two schools of thought is all about the Buckeyes versus the Tigers in the championship game. Yeah. That We're would be praying I stay married. Yeah, because you you'd be married to that, and you're on a podcast with that. So yeah, that would be yeah. that would be very intense. Um, I mean, two schools of thought are going to meet in the championship game. Okay, I like and it. The Buckeyes are going to take it, baby. Well, Come on, I got to go. Sure, I mean, you got to go your team. Yeah, yeah, you got to go your team. Hundred percent. I love We're really it. Good. We're real I, good. Yeah, y'all, y'all are good. I think we have not, one of only the the maybe five offensive lines in the country that can match up with the Tiger defensive line. I will say, and y'all's receivers, y'all's receivers made me a little nervous. I will say, I'm I don't still think seeing y'all members. have this. Yeah, you don't have the secondary to cover them, and I think yeah. that's going to be the difference in the game. I really do. I think that's going to be the difference in the game. If something you get pressure on Ohio State, then I think we win. But if it could be a repeat of last year. Like uh, yeah. secondary wise, no, I don't, I don't think it'd be a repeat of last. Not as strong, but like that would be the that would be the game changer. Is what I'm trying to say. We'll be we'll be yeah, our receivers versus your secondary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What do you got, Nick? Come on, my mine. Okay, so my matchup remember is I would have Oklahoma and Ohio State 
in the first round. Okay. So yep, same as me. I will yep, say, yep, I will yep. say these are very strong. I I think this is Oklahoma's year to pass through into the next round. I think this is Was that the hype train? I'm not saying they win. I'm just saying I think I think I I I can see them going through the next round. And okay. um I like I like Rattler enough to to make at least the title game. I think that they push through. But I think this is like a cla- this would be a classic game. This would be this would be really good. Um and then I've got Clemson Alabama again. Um <laughs> so and I'm picking my tires. I think there's a stronger this year. I could see this um like it'd be a good game, but I could see Clemson pulling away at the end a little bit. Um yeah. in, in this game. But I, I like the Tigers. So it's set up Oklahoma Clemson. And I'm going the Tigers. I mean <laughs> There you go. I mean, what am I doing <laughs> if I don't pick my own team? Um I I like I think I know we have a lot of new people on offense, but we're bringing back Justin Ross, who that guy's a baller. He and is. He these is. guys stepping into these positions in the wide receiver room, if we can stay healthy, these guys can play. Yeah. And I I like I like our shot with anybody, but I could very easily see this being Clemson Oklahoma uh, Clemson Ohio State again. And if we got that, I mean, that game would be so hyped. It just would. because yeah, just because of how passionate Clemson fans are and just and then how passionate Ohio State fans dislike Davo Sweeney. So <laughs> for the so. record, I, I need to go on record and say uh I, I agree with you. Uh we do not like Dabo. Um I don't think we're in the minority in that. I would I would go ahead and venture to say I could speak for the rest of the country that uh the rest of the country is a little tired of his shtick. Um, and, and look, I get it. If he was my coach, my primary coach, right. Then yeah. I, I would be like, I love him. There's no doubt. Like I can very easily say, yeah. right. I'd be like, he's the man, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, uh, it's true. We don't like them, uh, or him, but, uh, I'm going to go on record here and say, uh, if you're an Ohio state fan and you at this point dislike Clemson more than you dislike the team up north whose name you should never say, which I am in the process of teaching my boys. That, that is a word that will never be said in our household. Yeah. Uh, this is then real. You yeah. need to reevaluate your life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's strong words, but I will say you got the W over us. So I feel like now, <laughs> I mean, now can can Dave bring home that title? It this would set up to be an amazing year. So um I love it. But really, yeah, I would I would love to see all these finals. So so Chad, um, we promised them a shorter episode and we're and we're hitting on 50 minutes. So oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Don't we're trying, guys. We're we're, we're it's we're gonna trying. be great. It's gonna be it's great. Gonna, I'm so pumped. It's a preview episode, it's all good. Yeah. Um yeah. well, man, thank you for being on. I'm so pumped for this season. Dude, this is gonna be great. Yeah, I love it. So uh, thanks for being on, y'all. Thanks for listening. Um, remember, subscribe, like, share the podcast, share with any college football friends. We would love to hear your thoughts. Who's your playoff? Um, feedback, what you're excited about this year. We got a bunch of fun games coming, so stay tuned um, with that. And thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Adios.